This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. As we welcome you back, I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, week one underway tonight. Just taking a look quickly before we get back. I guess we should, we're going to call it something different than the mentalist, but I do like the game uh, quickly. Utah up to five, a little buyback on Utah after it was dipping to four and a half. Some shops, if you do want to lay it with Utah, still showing four and a half. If you want to take it with Florida and you're not getting the best of it, Dustin Sweetelson got seven uh, opened as high as what? Nine and a half, but five. And then Nebraska and Minnesota, another big one coming up tonight. Sevens yesterday. Most shops showing seven and a half. Both totals have come down precipitously as well. Okay. So the theme here is the mentalists. The reason those two that you see, if you're watching on television on the left, Dustin Sweetelson on the right, Amal Shaw, they're like band of brothers. They, they get along so well. They know each other. They're simpatico. And I'm stuck in the middle again. So here's what we're doing. Dustin has no clue who Amal Shaw has bet on his college football futures. However, I believe he's four and one on guessing. Now, Amal, you take your pick. Who do you want to go to next? Let's go to the Georgia Bulldogs. Okay. Georgia. We got them 11 and a half as far as their season win total. There's no surprise there. Let's see. You got to pay. Uh, hmm. No, alt line over 11 and a half. For Georgia at plus, oh, I just gave it away. <laughs> Never mind. No, I, I, but I told you. Oh, what, well, I already yeah, texted you. you. you I already yeah, texted you. Texted you texted me something else. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep I, this no, in I, order. I texted you what I think it was, and it was. I did not. Get, okay, so for for Georgia, he texted, and again, that's plus two twenty that you think uh, Georgia is going to win the national title. Yes. Incorrect. I've got Georgia to win the SEC. Ah. And Georgia to win the SEC is minus one fifteen. Yeah, I think they're You're off get... mentalist. Well, I, listen, I can't criticize them for the pick because obviously they've got to win the SEC to be able to get to the playoffs. But 
I think the schedule works out so well, guys. I still think they're better than everybody else. And they've got a 12-week ramp up for their quarterback, Carson Beck, to be ready for Atlanta. I mean, the guy's literally got to play in four games, one on Rocky Top, and then the SEC championship game and two playoff games. Like we, we've we mentioned on the show, the, like the last week or so, like Craig Krenzel and like Ken Dorsey. And like, that's all this kid needs to be is that. Ken Dorsey, I don't like the notion that he's put in the same category as Krenzel. He was a way better quarterback than Krenzel. Uh, he, look, he's my favorite college football player of all time, but he was like, okay. He was just a Wait. very smart player. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Like, in a land where Warwick Dunn exists, like, Ken Dorsey is your favorite college football player <laughs> yeah. of all time. Ken freaking Dorsey. He was the, the he, most basic human ever. That team was so chaotic, and he was just so boring and so calm that I respected it. I thought he was better than he got credit for. Like if I get a dog, the first name of my first dog will be Dorsey. Why wouldn't you just name the dog Ken Dorsey? No, just Dor. You can't. I don't. I'm really. Yeah, but it'd be funnier if somebody came over and like, oh, that's a cute pup. What's the name? Ken Dorsey. Dorsey. Yeah, but I don't. I don't like human names for dogs. Like human first names. I think that's a weird thing to do. I think you're a psychopath if you do that. Right. What's well, up? You this put a lot dog. of thought into a His lot name, of things. My dog's name is Steve. <laughs> And I think it's funny. I had a friend who named his cat Steve, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Like, cats what could be more basic than a cat named Steve? I was like, it blew my mind. Now, the edibles maybe helped, but it did blow my mind, and I kept on looking at the cat like, dude, it's Steve. What's Is it up, a man? Steve? Anyway. Uh, okay. We go to – you so take your pick them all with the next Ohio, Ohio State. Ooh. Okay. Ohio State win total set. Let me just make sure. I think we got it at 10 and a half. Dustin, you text me. I'm texting Mentalist you now. Style. There. I got it. I already know. I know this one. Over. Ohio State says the mentalist. That is correct. Um, I think the Buckeyes have a great chance to go 11 and 1, even if they lose to Michigan. Uh, they're in a great position. Look, they get, even if they drop the game to Notre Dame, as long as they beat Michigan, they're going to get in the college football playoff. So they're in a fantastic position. Uh, I like the play there with the Buckeyes. Uh, also, there's an alternate spread on Ohio State as well. Can you read that one to me? Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, no problem. Uh, in, in terms of the Buckeyes, season win total on the alternate at 11 and a half is plus That's four, right. I, four I, to I one. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Four to one on 11 and a half. So, excuse me, 10 and a half. So I'm looking. I just want to make sure I get DraftKings number as well on them to find out which way uh, the juice is heavy. If you guys see it, I help me it. out here. 10 and okay, a half. Okay, go for it. Minus 110. 10 and a half. Okay. So we're going alt. 11 and a half at four to one plus how, 400. Okay. How, correct. Great. how concerned are you about the quarterback situation? Well, I think that's the biggest concern. If Ohio state can find a guy that's 70% of CJ Stroud, they're going to win the national title. But like, if they don't decide on one guy, will you be scared about that? Not completely because I think, you know, sometimes you have players that have different skills that benefit you. And I think Brown's mobility and McCord's passing. We'll see who's what in a couple of, a uh, couple of days here. A lot of trust in Ryan Day with the quarterback. Ryan Day, two straight years, last year bodied by Michigan at home. And I would say that's what, if you watch the last two years, I, tell me if you disagree as a Buckeye, but just, and you can talk about the running back position and talent for talent and just skill. When I'm watching Ohio State, and this goes past decade, when I'm watching Ohio State and Michigan, the athletes are with Ohio State. Oh, there's so no... I think most would say you're on an even ground day lost with the superior team the last two years. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. But I think it was Edwards hit a couple of big plays. Remember the game was pretty tight going into the fourth quarter. 
Um, the game against Michigan yep. the first time around in Ann Arbor, give the Wolverines credit. They were ready to play a physical game. They they just weren't getting stopped by the Ohio State defense. That's why you saw an overhaul of the defensive staff for the Buckeyes after losing the game two years ago in Ann Arbor. Uh, but again, I, I would contend that, look, in a rivalry game, so many times there are situations that arise. We've seen Auburn knock off some great Alabama teams along the way. And for me, I, I think that's what the key is. This team bounced back and should have they really should have beaten Georgia. They were right there as well. Ken Dorsey, the dog. I named my first fish. I was obsessed with the Fab Five. And the person I was obsessed with most, you guys want to take a guess? Fab Five? Jimmy King. Jalen Rose. Now, <laughs> really? Rose has turned into a buster. Oh, he's yeah. bought time in the post. You know, he's all over the place. He's just a buster. When people actually expose themselves in the media, like myself, you end up being a buster. So Rose was this guy that he was, he didn't really, he trash talk. He was the youngest, I believe, of the, of the five, but he just was the leader. You could tell everybody kind of galvanized around Jalen Rose. So I named my fish Jalen Rose. Next team. I thought you were going to say the one that went to jail. You liked him best. Who went to jail? The on one the team? that went to jail? No. Oh. No. Then I'm wrong. <laughs> Ken Dorsey? <laughs> Ken Dorsey went to. He's about to get uh, let go in Buffalo, unemployed, not jail. But by the way, if you saw his reaction to. Remember up it's, in the press box last year where he Miami. absolutely lost his freaking mind? Yeah. He could go to jail if he's got that type of temper. <laughs> Next up Florida State Seminoles. Uh, it's, I, okay. It's, Okay, mentalist, you text me, and I will find the number on Florida State. I just want to make sure I get it right straight from DraftKings as we're playing on the fly here. You know what? I'll open up. Amal, if you have it. Oh, well, go I've got a number from it. Caesars, nine and a half. Also, I think there's a chance that there's Minus a Minus 160. Bet. Yeah, there is. There's two bets yeah, on Florida State. I, I th- and I think the other one is this. Okay, so Amal's got two bets. Mentalist is texting. Okay, so here we go. He likes the over on Florida State. And he says Amal has Florida State to make the college football playoff. Uh, well, I guess you could argue that I have them to win the ACC at plus okay. 145. I did not bet them to make the playoff. Okay. Let's see. To make the playoffs, Florida State right now, easily na- navigatable here at DraftKings to make the playoff. Yeah, Florida yes State plus 320. Yes, that's 320. That's a better bet than the conference. Because in all likelihood, if they win the ACC, they're yeah. going to get in. So yeah. I think that's a better bet. I got. Uh, and go ahead, finally, sorry. I think we've. Is it Michigan? Yep. To close Michigan. It out? Yep. Okay. Michigan. Uh, first off, I can tell you Michigan to make the playoff is no minus 120. Yes, minus 110. So slight favorite to the no. As far as Michigan wins, my assumption is exactly the same as Ohio State. So 10 and a half. I'll just find the juice here. I got the text from the mentalist, so let me go ahead and check that. Michigan, yep, 10 and a half. Big time juice, 145 to the over. And mentalist checking in says Amal took the over on Michigan. That is correct. Okay. I, think, I think this team's got a great shot. I think that right now they should be the second betting favorite to win the national title. And they are. As you take a look right now, um, I believe it's, I, I still, don't you guys find 220 a hilariously short number to an ridiculous championship? They're, yes. they're not thing you have to go through. They're not That's Georgia, Mi- Miami, 2001 or 95, Nebraska, Bama, six to one is funny. Uh, Michigan, seven and a half to one is your third. Well, actually tied with Ohio state. Those two kind of hand in hand at plus seven fifty. So seven and a half to one LSU over at DraftKings is 11 to one. 
essentially your fourth betting favorite in the market. USC 16 to one USC is going to beat Georgia, going to beat Michigan, going to beat Ohio state and potentially LSU with that defense. <laughs> nah, that's a, no chance. They got wrong. They have to outscore everybody. Now they are capable of scoring on anybody, but I just think at the end of the day, t- teams get stopped. Uh, Branch and singer are going to be tremendous. I mean, Maybe they, that lends credence to what you two have been telling me about Lincoln Riley, how much I just disrespected that 16 to one to win a national championship, because you're right. They have to outscore everybody kept the defensive coordinator around, got pushed around by San Jose state's offensive front this week. It's not great. I just think Lincoln Riley and Ryan day are somewhat similar. They are great at de- uh, coming up with an offense. They're great at developing quarterbacks. They're great at recruiting. I don't think they're great coaches in a major game. Who's that? Ryan day, Ryan day and Lincoln Riley I disagree with you on day. I mean, he came back and pummeled. I mean, straight up pummeled Clemson when he had an opportunity. They lose a playoff game on an errant throw. Uh, if Olave runs an inside route, it's a touchdown. They go to the national title. Um, they were a Marvin Harrison knockout KO on a concussion away from beating Georgia. Where are his rings? That's fine. But then based on that, Belichick does suck, right? Because no, he can't win. Rings. He can't win without Brady. He's got a lot of rings. Look oh at my it. gosh. Look Wait. at his record without Brady under 500. So you think so day is great. I, I don't know if we're great at coming up with games, but that was something. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. We've got an Amex platinum pro on our hands. Ladies and gentlemen, we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. Get rewarded before you ever place a bet with G-Bank Visa Signature Card. Unlike other credit cards that decline sports betting transactions or treat them as a cash advance, G-Bank Visa Signature Card can load directly to your favorite sportsbook apps. 
You'll earn 1% cash rewards on gaming and sports app downloads every time and 2% on other purchases. G-Bank Visa is a card designed for gaming and sports fans everywhere and works with the apps like DraftKings, BetMGM, and Caesars. To learn more, go to g.bank slash Visa. That's g.bank slash Visa. Great job. Visa with the G bank card. Okay. We got you back here. Let's talk a little more college football. I'm Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. The Kent state UCF matchup is fascinating. I just want to take a look at the total. Cause I know a couple of sharp players on the under. Now you lost the best of it. Take a look at DraftKings right now. The spread 34 and a half total opened closer to 59 and we're sitting right now, boys over at DraftKings, 54 and a half while dropped as well. So you're seeing those under trends continue with uh, people buying down Kent state UCF, UCF's lane 35 and a half. Malzahn's got a team here. Big, big dog, big, uh, big guy. Excuse me. Let's go break, break down UCF. All right. So the, the key for UCF Malzahn brings back a quarterback, right? John Reese Plumley. Not only was the top passer on the team as their quarterback won a season ago, he led the team in rushing. He's super athletic. Uh, they have two really good receivers in Parker and Hudson. They return a couple of pieces on the O-line, got a big transfer also. Uh, Marcellus Marshall, I think he actually came from Kent State. I have to double-check that. Pretty sure he did. Uh, the defense is where the issue lies. Um, but for, for tonight, I, I think they have such a talent advantage over a Kent State program that was absolutely gutted in the transfer portal over in the off season. Like there is nothing left. We talk about Sean Lewis, the head coach going to Colorado, become the, the offensive coordinator, but this is a program that has a new head coach, a new OC and a whole new offensive line, a new quarterback, a new running back, and basically a new wide receiver core. I don't know how their offense does anything tonight. So it, it this is a, a very one-sided matchup as, as the line would indicate 35 and a half right now in favor of UCF. Uh, Kent State had a defense last year that was good, but I don't know if it's good enough with what's left over. They bring in a, a running back transfer, uh, Kai Thomas from Minnesota and was at Kansas a year ago, but really didn't play there. I think they're going to be very reliant on the run game. They don't want things to get out of control. And I think UCF has way too much firepower for this one. I know a lot of people don't love betting quarters. They think that it's like a coin toss. Um, and in this case, it's more than a touchdown, so I wouldn't like advise like you should bet it. But I I do really like UCF in the first quarter minus seven and a half. I think it's one of these things where UCF's going to want to get up so much because they have Boise State next week that they want to be able to get up a lot and call the dogs off early. You look at Week One a year ago, they played South Carolina State. I'm not saying Kent State is as bad as South Carolina State, but I'm saying with how much they lost. The difference isn't that big, and UCF was up up in the first half 28-3 to three in week one a year ago. I'm laying 7.5 with UCF in the first quarter. That's the bet I'm going to go with, and I just like back in the high-powered offense here because, like, look what happened with, with Notre Dame and Navy. Navy was inferior talent. I know it's unique because it's, a, you know, one of the academies, but Notre Dame had so much more fire, firepower. They marched up and down the field a couple times. This is just a bet that UCF will score more than a touchdown and that they will hold Kent State to less than a touchdown. Which, Jamal, I think you could goal. probably, I think you could still bet the under 54 and a half. We talked about Hurricane Idalia. Yeah. Going to make for a sloppy game with the Knights and Golden Flashes. In addition to the rain, I've just checked it as Dustin was talking. 
You have thunderstorms, so you could have a lightning delay. The wind, which we always talk about being the main factor, only about five mile an hour, so it's not going to be crazy. But Dustin did a great job laying it out. This isn't a team that's going to score the Golden Flashes because they lost Sean Lewis. He's in Colorado calling the offense, and with the offensive coordinator, everybody left on offense. And conversely, we know what Malzahn likes to do. He likes to run the ball, and Reese Plumley, the quarterback, is a running quarterback, so he can run it. It's going to be sloppy. It's a huge spread. They're going to want to get out of there. Without anybody injured on a sloppy track, I like the under here. And not a bad call at all. But, uh, you know, Dustin's play, getting back to that one, with this team, Harvey and Johnson in the backfield, this guy's going to run the ball effectively. I don't think they should have too many problems. And what you guys alluded to is absolutely correct, especially second half, Patrick. I don't think you should be alarmed if, if the Knights put up 35 in the first half and you're like, oh, I only have a 19-point margin. I think this could be one of those games in the second half where you're just playing with a little bit of kind of staying in between the tackles and killing the clock to get to next week. This is too much of a one-sided matchup. When you look at this uh, Golden Flashes team, five transfers in on this offensive side of the ball, including John Alimio from um, uh, Purdue. Not not necessarily a big fan of his coming in as the starting quarterback there. You mentioned, is it, who's it, Kenny Burns? Or who's the new coach here? Yeah, Kenny with an I. <laughs> Kenny with an I. Hmm. Um, uh, but... You know, I, I just think with Malzahn's system, having a quarterback in there for another year, it helps a lot. I, I don't know if they're going to cover 35 and a half. They probably should. Not going to play this game. Uh, real quick, Dustin, what's the first half number on this one? I know you had the first quarter so at seven and a half. It was 19 and a half, but okay. it was juiced minus 144, which is wow. why I, I ignored it. To me, Patrick, if the Knights can get a third possession in the first half, I, I'm almost guaranteeing it's going to go over. I just feel like it depends on how quickly they can play with Temple. Wait, wait, They're no, going to just for the spread of the total. I'm sorry for the first, first half spread. First, or no, I'm saying the spread. Sorry. Yeah. The spread was 19 and a half for the yeah. first half. Yeah. And with the seven and a half, with some of these teams that's so one-sided, you're just better off betting the quarter or the half instead of the whole game in these situations. Okay. So yesterday, as we jump around here, yesterday we were talking NC state, UConn, and NC State, pretty much everywhere, big guy across the board was 14 and a half. We've seen a couple of shops dip down to 14. I think that steam. Now, DraftKings is still showing 14 and a half with NC State laying it on the road at UConn. I think it's going the wrong way. I do like NC State here. Brennan Armstrong, the transfer quarterback. And I think NC State heads to Connecticut, kind of a dark horse candidate in the ACC. Eight and five last year. Remember, they beat them by 31 at home, 41-10 last year. I understand it's a different UConn program. I think NC State's kind of a sleeper in the ACC this year. Yeah, I never know with Dave Doran. He's just one of these guys I'm on, I'm on the wrong side of. When I think they're going to be awesome a couple – I thought they were going to be awesome last year with Devin Leary, uh, and they weren't. And then other years where I think they stink, they're awesome – this is a weird one for me. I'm actually going to back UConn and only catching 15 at home, which is, I mean, this line, what's this line three years ago? Like my 27 on the road for, for NC state. Like uh, I just think Mora is, is getting things right. I don't know what the, the ceiling is there, but this is a team last year that they went six and seven, but they were nine and four ATS. Uh, I think in a home game, they have a chance to cover that two touchdown spread. Well, you know, guys, it's going to be interesting what you believe Brennan Armstrong is. Two years ago, he was very solid at Virginia. Last year, he had a big drop-off with Tony Elliott's team. Um, he comes in now, as you alluded to, Patrick, as the quarterback here. 11 starters back total, both sides of the ball combined for NC State. The question for me is, can UConn sustain some drives? I think the Wolfpack are better defensively than they get credit for. Six starters back on that side of the ball for them. This is a pretty solid team. I can tell you one thing, guys. I don't know why Dustin and I, this is the same team for us. 
I, if I bet NC State to win tonight, UConn by 40. Yeah. If I bet UConn, NC State by 30. NC State and Iowa. I'm, I'm ne- I never have the right feel for them. I'm always way – like, it's not even close either. I, I'm always way off on them. And, and look, to, to your point, the Wolfpack went 5-1 and one last year with Leary under center. The only loss to Clemson. No yep. shame in that. Like, uh, the, the one note I would say is with the big number – NC State's only only covered one out of three last year as 14 and a half or greater favorites. Can we just do this about Armstrong? Can we look up his passing prop tonight, boys? Because I'll say this, and I think you both would agree. Last year, when Tony Elliott took over Virginia, that scheme was not beneficial to Brennan Armstrong. He reunites with his offensive coordinator from back in the day. I think they're going to air it out against UConn. My assumption is it's somewhere in between 235 and 255 for his passing prop. We're at a 251 and a half. 251 and a half for Brennan Armstrong. I think they lit him up through the year last year. Let me go ahead and take a look at this number. Yeah, the Wolfpack last year lit up UConn 33 of 46 for 323. Can he go over 251? Do you guys hate it? No, like not it? over 251 for Armstrong passing prop. I don't even like the notion of hating it. I actually think it's a pretty solid play. Look, he's got good mobility. He's a lefty. I mean, if you haven't seen him play, his scramble ability is great. But what he does extremely well is he does not leave the line of scrimmage. He looks to make a play and then he'll take off when necessary. But it's not a bad play at all here. And look, Patrick, you're the only person I've seen take NC State here, which, again, I, I don't dislike simply because it seems like the whole world's on UConn and the whole world seems to be on Nebraska tonight. There's more talent on the NC State, NC State uh, side of things. I initially went into it wanting to bet them, and I somehow talked myself into the UConn. only thing that concerns me, they're replacing both guards for the Wolfpack. That's the only area I have a little bit of concern. But, look, Armstrong is a guy that can overcome not great offensive, a lack of great offensive line play. If it's solid, he'll still be fine. By the way, last I, year this I, game was – I love the over. 251 and a half, is that what you said? I'm going to bet yeah. it right now. Uh, last year, this game was a 38-point spread. It's now a 15-point spread. UConn competed. Morris teams have been competitive, but I, I still think that NC State is a far superior team on all th- in all sure, three phases I, of the game. I just have this weird vibe about you. They were a top 25 run team a year ago. The, the main transfer yeah. at quarterback, Fagnano, that's the key to the whole thing. If he stinks, then the bet's crushed. I read earlier that UConn was, quote, rebuilding their secondary. That would assume they were built last year. So what does that even mean? It's UConn. Armstrong's going to go nuts. Adam Carricker next, former Nebraska defensive end. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The updated NFL betting guide was just released today throughout the NFL preseason. We were all over it, analyzing, reevaluating the teams. You get picks from every on-air host, team-specific preseason analysis, how to use those VEASAN betting splits we always talk about, and football contest strategies. If you want the best and most comprehensive collection of picks, predictions, and previews, now's the time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for as low as $19, or you can save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Sign up today, vcin.com slash subscribe. It's vcin.com slash subscribe. We got you back here on Sharp Money, vcin, the sports betting network. A big night of college football. Week one kicks off tonight. Exciting games, including Nebraska at Minnesota. Amal Shaw. Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. We are joined, speaking of Nebraska, a legend, Adam Carricker, 
You can find Adam and his son. They do a great job. Character Chronicles on YouTube. Make sure you check that out. It's really cool. At Adam Character 94 on Twitter. And I bring Twitter up because earlier today, we'll jump right into it, Adam. You've got a prediction over at Adam Character 94. And that is a good start for Matt Rule in Nebraska. 24-17. Let's talk about the game tonight. Yeah, I'm excited, and it's interesting because I actually did a whole like preview, year preview of year one for Matt Rule, and I had him going seven and five. Uh, and in that preview show, I actually had us losing to Minnesota. So when I went to do the Minnesota breakdown, I fully expected to predict a loss. Uh, it was interesting because I, I do a Big Ten show as well. We literally had a Minnesota insider come on the show and he broke down a whole bunch of stuff. And it's, it's a bunch of information that I would have found on my own. He just made my life a little bit easier. And they have a whole lot of new. Now, P.J. Flex is a really good coach, okay? Uh, he's, he's built a really good program, built them back up there at Minnesota. They very well could win tonight. I think what I'm kind of – what I'm thinking and what switched my mind is Nebraska obviously has a ton of new. Minnesota has a ton of new. Okay, they have nearly 3,000 snaps worth of experience that have left their back seven. Now, they still got one of the best players in the Big Ten at safety, and they got a whole uh, bunch of playmakers, a wide receiver, and on the tight end, at the tight end position, but they got a new quarterback, running back by committee, which means nobody's stood out just yet, and a revamped offensive line. And my thought is, man, there's so much new on their side, so much new on Nebraska's side. But I think everyone knows what to expect out of Minnesota schematically. I don't think anybody knows what to expect out of Nebraska schematically. So I'm kind of hoping and thinking maybe that that's a little bit of an edge. But I do expect it to be game one, probably a little sloppy. You know, that's how game ones tend to be, probably close, maybe low scoring. So who knows who wins. But I did go with Nebraska just because I think they've got a little bit of the element of surprise on their side. Adam, kind of getting away from the game a little bit, going big picture with the Huskers. Where does Matt Rule take this program? Because for people that don't know, this is a program from 1969 to 1997. Never lost four games in a season for 29 straight seasons. Yeah, uh, I mean, there was what? The 30-40 year consecutive bowl appearance streak. Uh, you just referenced the nine-game win streak, nine wins or more. For a really long time, non-losing seasons was up around 40 years at one point. Um, they still have the sellout streak that's going on at 389 consecutive sellouts strong. Obviously, just that the women's attendance record last night at the Nebraska volleyball game inside Memorial Stadium, 92,003 people. Um, with Matt Rule, it's interesting because when he was first hired, I'll just be frank, there was a lot of Nebraska fans who were kind of like, we don't know if we want this guy. You know, uh, they weren't really sure. And the more I dove into him, he wants to run the ball. He wants to play smash mouth. He wants to be physical. He wants to be disciplined. He wants to build a program that Nebraska fans were used to watching for about 40 years. Okay. And so I think that's why Trev was so determined. Trev Alberts was so determined to hire him, the AD there. And I think... I think it's going to be a much easier rebuild if he's able to do it than Temple, certainly Baylor with everything they had going on. The transfer portal makes it much easier. NIL is going to help Nebraska recruit and level that playing field just a little bit on the recruiting trail. I think sooner rather than later, I, like, I predicted them to go 7-5 this year. They haven't been to a bowl game in six years. Uh, and I think it can just build from there. The only thing that makes me nervous after this year 
about projecting too many wins is their schedule gets a lot tougher after this season, the next couple of seasons, but we'll see what happens when that time rolls around. Adam Carricker joining us, and of course, a former Nebraska great defensive end at Adam Carricker94 on Twitter. Let's let's talk about rule. And listen, Adam, you know it. Everybody thought Scott Frost was a 10 out of 10 hire. It just didn't work. Um, has rule reached out to you and other alumni? Has he been welcoming? Give me an overview on rule. Yeah, he's been incredibly welcoming and, and very open. And it was interesting. It was right before about a week before Christmas. And I get a call. It's like 10 at night, maybe 1030, a call from a North Carolina number. And I'm like, oh, I ain't answering this. Somebody's just trying to sell me something. <laughs> and then I get a text. And then I get another text. I'm like, what in the world is going on? So I open it up, and the text doesn't make any sense, talking about, you know, walking around Lincoln, you know, looking for a place to eat, trying to get to know everybody. And I'm like, well, what is this? And then at the very end, it just says Matt Rule. So I reread the whole text again, and I'm like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. So I called him back, and we chatted, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. And then he's like, hey, you know, if you ever want me to come on your show, I'd love to come on. So I interviewed him like three or four days later. So he's been very... Uh, good with the media, very good when it comes to building relationships, very open. I think he has, obviously, he's a good football coach, and he's a proven program builder, but I think he has very good relational skills in general as well. Adam, when you look at this program right now, you guys recruited nationally for a long time. You're from the state of Washington yourself. Can they get back to that, and has joining the Big Ten hurt or uh, helped this team long-term? Oh, man. Uh, so they've actually recruited well for a long time. If you go back to, I think, 2011 when we joined the Big Ten, there was only two times over the past 11 years that Nebraska has not had the top-ranked recruiting class in the Big Ten West. And the other two times were Wisconsin. And if you look back at the roster rankings going into the past four seasons, three of the past four seasons, Nebraska's had the fourth-ranked roster in the entire Big Ten right behind Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State as far as talent. The talent has been there. The recruiting has way more often than not. It's been there. Uh, as far as the Big Ten, initially, I thought it hurt us because it took us out of Texas and the pipeline and recruiting grounds that Nebraska had built there for years. Now, you bring in a guy like Rule, who already has connections to Texas when it comes to recruiting and relationships in those high schools, and now you watch what's happened with conference realignment. I mean, college football didn't even look like college football anymore. It's so different. And right now, if you're not a part of the SEC and the Big Ten, you're kind of looking around and you're like wondering what's going on. If you're one of those Pac-4 schools, you know what's going to happen. The ACC is kind of like hiding under a rock, hoping nobody notices them right now. And then you got the Big 12 who looked like they were going to go under, and now they look like you know if the ACC doesn't make it, are they one of the three conferences left standing potentially? Uh, with the conglomerate of whoever doesn't go to the Big Ten and SEC. So my point is the Big Ten is a, is a national conference now. Once USC, UCLA joined, then you got Oregon, Washington. you got Piscataway, New Jersey, all across America, all the way to the West Coast. And now you can truly recruit nationally, and now you've got ties into one of the three hotbeds of recruiting states in America when you go to Florida, Texas, and California. And I think Nebraska is going to end up playing those West Coast teams a lot if they go to some sort of a pod system or pod scheduling because they're, they're the, one of the closest schools to those West Coast schools. So they could actually benefit a lot from that. And then the amount of money that's being made in NIL, the amount of money that's being made per conference, uh, 
the SEC is awesome, but nobody's touching the Big Ten right now. And it's because it's not as regional as the South is. It's more broad. And so I could argue, obviously, the top two conferences everyone probably wants to be in is SEC Big Ten. And I know the SEC won, like, I don't know, 15 out of the last 10 national titles, if you listen to what they have to say. Um, but when it comes to making money and things of that nature, the Big Ten's hard to beat. And I think ultimately that's going to show through their play on the field as well eventually. Two important predictions for us on a gambling network. 24-17 easily covered the 7-7.5, seven, seven obviously, with a straight-up winner for Nebraska, Adam says. And then in the market over at DraftKings, the regular season win total is 6 for the Huskers. Adam's got them winning 7, so go over. Carriker Chronicles on YouTube. Make sure you check out the channel. It's awesome. And at Adam Carriker 94 on Twitter. Thank you, Adam. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, buddy. I always wonder, because there are some dudes that come into a program that don't have a feel for it, like new head coaches, and they don't reach out to the alumni and ostracize them in that way. And it ends up just absolutely torpedoing the program because, you know, people get bitter. They talk about it on interviews like this. And that's rule. He's just sending random text messages to old defensive ends. Well, I I love the question you asked him. I think it's very appropriate. It's a great way. Think about this. Uh, Dustin mentioned Drake Kirkpatrick's son going to Alabama. Carriker's got six kids. He's a former first-round pick. It's time to go to Big Red, baby. Genetics tell you (laughs) a couple of them end up playing D1 football. We're back with rookie quarterback starting week one in the NFL. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, the NFL season is right around the corner. Nonstop football action is in sight, and you can get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app before kickoff. Use the code SHARP to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL bet only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SHARP. 
The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. We got you back here. Good job, Adam Carricker. Nebraska, he's got Nebraska winning by seven. So feel comfortable taking the seven, I would assume. Let me just make sure uh, quickly on that because we're sitting mostly seven and a halfs. Boys, have you seen the numbers jumping at all elsewhere? I did see another shop just went Utah up from four and a half up to five. So again, if you want to bet Utah, you can find a four and a half in the market shop. Make sure you have different outs. If you want to bet Florida, you can find a five. Although if you're smart, like the big guy, you got a seven. Uh, Nebraska, Minnesota, again, yesterday, pretty much blanketed at seven with Minnesota laying it today. You're seeing mostly seven and a halfs. Anything else stand out as far as the board to you two right now? Well, look, the Utah play at the five, if you don't care for the number, it's a little bit higher than you want. I'm telling you, if you, it doesn't matter the sport. If you're patient enough on the end game, 98% of the time, you're going to be able to get a better number than the original number. Perfect example last night, Patrick, Garrett Cole's on the bump against the Detroit Tigers. The original total was eight on the end game. You could have gotten 10 and a half, nine and a half game ends up at eight. So if you don't like this number at Utah at four and a half or five, if you want to wait to see potentially the Gators, you can get a number better than a touchdown. Maybe see how the game plays out and wait and see how it goes. Um, I, I just am a big advocate of in-game in situations where you may not love a number, but you might like the game overall. Okay. Anything right now on the board for a week one kicking off tonight on a Thursday stand out to you, big guy? So in like the last 20 minutes, I did notice there were some games added to the board. One that in particular I wanted to, to find a bet on, but I ended up not really handicapping it because it's an FCS versus an FBS opponent. Uh, I'll just tell you, these are the games that have been added. I see on the DK menu, Elon at Wake Forest, St. Francis, PA at Western Michigan, South Dakota, Missouri, NCA&T at UAB, that is Trent Dilfer's debut, I believe, as head coach at UAB. Arkansas Pine Bluff at Tulsa, Southern Utah at Arizona State. But the one that I wanted to handicap, but I couldn't find a line anywhere, so I didn't do it, is Rhode Island at Georgia State. The total's at 59. Uh, the Panthers of Georgia State favored by 17 and a half. I was going to want to find a bet on the over because Georgia State has a good offense. They couldn't stop anyone a year ago. And from what I read, Rhode Island has a pretty good offense returning as well. That is one that I may add to the uh, the bets for tonight if I have some time to research it because I do think that game has a chance to be an overplay. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. Let's transition a little. Did you want to follow up, Omar? No, no, nothing on that game. Okay. He's just okay. like, he's like, I know you're a degenerate where you're like, I can't believe Rhode Island, Georgia State's not on the board. No, no, no. <laughs> I was laughing at the way Patrick said wonderful based on that game. Yeah, I didn't write that one down, but I trust me, the big guy goes deep and I do appreciate it. Okay, so uh, I want to go to the NFL and I want to give uh, our buddy Stucky over at Action Network credit for this tweet because it's very good when talking about the rookies. Remember, Bryce Young's going to be a starter here against Atlanta. You've got CJ Stroud starting for Houston and you've got Anthony Richard. I, by the way, think the Colts are... I've already talked about it ad nauseum in for a long year. Anthony Richardson, of course, starting for the Colts. Now, no rookie started at quarterback last year. Okay. Now go a year before 2021, three rookies started. Can you guys name them? Don't worry about it. Zach Wilson, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence yeah. and Mac, Mac Jones. Jones started. They were 0 three ATS. Now we extrapolate over the past 20 seasons. Now the assumption would be rookie starting week one ATS wise. They're going to be a disaster. I just gave you 0 and three the last 20, uh, excuse me in 2021. Well, if you extrapolate over the last 20 seasons, rookie quarterbacks are 15 and 13 ATS week one. Surprise to me. 
looked over Stucky's very good, but looked over the numbers and he was absolutely right. So again, remember 2021, 10 quarterbacks drafted five in the first round, three started last year. No quarterback started as far as a rookie this year. You've got three more. I bring that up because I want to take a look at week one's numbers and just get your guys initial blush on this. Okay. Carolina, Atlanta, of course, Bryce young. Now Dustin's high on Carolina. I'm not as bullish, but we can have a conversation about it. And I'm all, I think you're more with me, but Carolina at Atlanta, Atlanta right now sitting three and a half everywhere. As a matter of fact, I'm seeing a couple of fours, Jacksonville and Lawrence, Indy Richardson, that number right now. I mean, I'm not laying five on the road in week one. Sorry, Jacksonville, even though they're favorites in division, but they are laying five over at DraftKings. And then you take a look at Houston and fellas, if you see it, oh, here it is. Houston at Baltimore. That's up the doubles. Okay. So Baltimore is laying 10. Um, let's start with Carolina and Atlanta. Amal, we'll start with you here. Atlanta's laying three and a half. Yeah, a bit of a tricky number, the three and a half here, but I like the Falcons to win this game. I'm with you, Patrick. I'm not as high on uh, this team as much as other people are in terms of Carolina. They played well down the stretch. They had wins over Detroit, Seattle, the Saints, whose defense was tremendous in the last 10 weeks of the season. But I'm not completely convinced. Got to see the offensive line. Let's see what this Atlanta offense is capable of doing. On the flip side, you see a low total, 39 and a half, guys, simply because you've got a rookie quarterback with bad offensive line play with Carolina. Desmond Ritter, despite the uh, talent around him, question marks in terms of how effective he can be, at least I know for Dustin and I. Dustin, you're high on not just Bryce Young, but you're high on Carolina this year. I think the division stinks, and you have to. It's a really short number on New Orleans to win it, and I think if it's not New Orleans, it, it potentially could be Carolina, because if Bryce Young improves as the season goes, I do think the pieces can be good there. I mean, the last thing we did see though is the offensive line stink in the preseason, and that was thought to be a potential strength coming back. So I'm a little concerned about that, and thinking Carolina could be good this year, but. I think they added weapons. He has a safety blanket in Thielen. It looks like DJ Chark's hamstring injury. He's going to be okay for week one. He's been a really, really productive receiver over the last few years in the NFL. If Mingo, who they drafted, can pop, he's super athletic. That's another weapon. They still have LaVishka Chenault, who I'd love for someone in the NFL to figure out how to use him because he's such an athletic player. They have a run game, right? They bring in Miles Sanders, take some of that pressure off. And I think the defense can be really solid because they have a good line and a really good pass rush. Seven and 10 for both the Panthers and Falcons last year. Although the expectations this year, boys, much different. Obviously, we've talked about it ad nauseum. A lot expected, a lot of experts we've had on the show, a lot expected from the Falcons. Not necessarily the same when you take a look at the Panthers. Okay, next one up. I, I, you two can correct me. There's no chance. I, either lay off or take the five. And I don't love Indy, but I'm not laying five. Week one, which is a vacuum week uh, with Jacksonville on the road at Indy here, boys. You know, to me, I, look, I don't think the Colts are going to have a good season. You mentioned earlier, I think we're going to see three teams struggle, the Texans, the Colts, and the Cardinals. However, if the Colts are going to pull an upset, I feel like it's going to be in week one at home in this situation. I don't think they're probably going to beat Jacksonville, but if you're taking the five, I don't think you're out of line in terms of potentially taking a look at the plus 185 on the money line as well. Patrick, I'm completely with you. Even if the Jags cover this game, fine, so be it. I am not going to lay five points in a division road game to open the season. Yeah, week one is very much dust in its own beast. I, we talked about betting week zero in college football. I just know this. I'm not laying on the road 
no, in week I, one NFL. And with the way the things have sh- shaken out over the last, you know, few days with Jonathan Taylor, I have to tell you, I have become lower on the Colts. I was the one person probably left in America that thought the Colts could be a sneaky team, especially a week by week basis when it comes to betting and catching points with the run game and the potential of a Richardson Taylor backfield and having to pick your poison when you want to defend them on that on that spread option attack. No Taylor makes it infinitely harder for a rookie, especially one like Anthony Richardson, to develop your one. Uh, yeah, in this game week one, I would not touch the game at all. I will say I I might be – I think I'm going to have Carolina plus three and a half in pocket, though, for week one. Okay. And finally, C.J. Stroud in Houston traveled to Baltimore. A lot of expectations for Baltimore this year. You can find a nine and a half if you want to lay Baltimore, but I'll give you DraftKings, and they're sitting 10 them all. I would lay this with the Ravens. I think Lamar's going to have a big day. I, I think Houston's going to have some serious issues. Look, I still think C.J. Stroud's going to be a very good quarterback long-term, but right now in the short run, this Texan team's, Texans team has a lot of question marks. Patrick, I know you're high on this defense with the Ravens. It's going to be tough sledding, in my opinion, for Houston in this one. Yeah, every level. I think that defense is going to be freaking awesome this year. Talent around Lamar. Munkin's going to open it up. Really like the Ravens, like them to win the division. Um, we've talked about it a lot, uh, but that's a big number. Nine and a half, ten, big guy. Yeah, I wouldn't touch it in week one. I think uh, I love the Ravens. I'm going to bet them to win the Super Bowl, bet Lamar to win MVP. But with this one, L- Lamar hasn't taken a snap in the preseason. He didn't finish last season healthy. It's been a long time since he's seen game action. Nine and a half is a really big number. I know Houston thinks, but that coach is defensive-minded head coach, D'Amico Ryans, and they're going to be fired up his very first game not touching nine and a half or 10. Okay. Which way are they betting Houston and Baltimore? Our next guest has the answer. Hall of Famer Vinny Maliulo joins us from behind the book. They're at the South Point here on Sharp Money. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.